Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, RingCentral makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Simpler communications. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am L.J. LaFura. Alongside me, directly alongside me, I've got Brandon Karam, and we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how you doing? L.J., doing great. Uh, so nice to finally do an episode in person. Um believe we said it was, what, we did the first two episodes in person. Yeah. This is now episode, I believe, 310. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's actually great to be able to finally sit back down um, a little over 300 episodes later um, and do another one in person. There are no birds around in this intro, so the only thing that has to distract me is Brandon. It's, it's a good situation to be in. <laughs> it's a very productive situation to be in as we go ahead and we get started for the team rankings week six. six week six i want to make sure i change the number on our doc here because i wouldn't have put it past me to not so brandon did your stuff move much for you there's a couple movers and shakers for me but nothing huge yeah you know there's a few teams that um did make a bit of i guess news this week headlines if you want to say that they they did move around a little, um, but overall, um, just a lot of teams building off of their, their previous success or lack thereof, honestly. 
Well, Brandon, do you want to get started a for the fifth week running, the, our unanimous 30? Why don't you talk about them and go through your top, your bottom five? Well, the Cincinnati Reds once again come in at number 30. Um, on the week, they end up going three and two. So they're, you know, very close. If the Nationals have another rough week, which they were two and four this week, the Reds go three and two. If the Nationals have another rough week and the Reds keep playing, you know, close to 500, a little bit above 500 ball, um, we could see the Reds take a jump out of the number 30 spot. But my bottom five is Reds, Nationals, Royals, Tigers, and A's. Uh, I moved the Royals up from 29 to 28. Um, and I move. who was my other big mover here? Oh, yeah, I moved the A's down two spots. Uh, Oakland on the week was two and four. Um, and, you know, they're L- LJ. O- Oakland is a team that I feel like we, we, we both want to see do good. But... Um, you know, there's just not a lot of talent there. Do we? Yeah. I don't know. I, I have nothing drawing me to this team. I'm not particularly the world's biggest, like, Sean Murphy stan. I think you're probably a bit more in on him than I am. Well, the Has- Yankees need a catcher. I mean, of course <laughs> I want to be in on Sean Murphy. Are you are you, are you, what are you looking for? The Frankie Montas, Sean Murphy package? What would that even have to look like? I mean, dude, Frankie Montas has been dealing this year. I mean, he's been pitching Anthony really Volpe. good. Is this Anthony Volpe type Oh, uh, boy. Value? I don't know. Oh, boy. What's I, I can't get into Jason that. Is Jason Dominguez? No, they need a way more. No, fair. once we get into the top prospect list tomorrow that the MLB dropped, then we can maybe... You know, see how many other prospects the Yankees would have to have to give up just for them to take on Jason Dominguez. (laughs) Okay, I don't Um, know. I just I don't see anything anything to root for here. This is a team that hasn't chosen to actually serve its fan base in at least two decades. No, absolutely. I mean, I I don't like the owners or anything, but I feel terrible for the fans and like it would be nice to see them play good because at the start of the year, who. They've L- all gone across the bay. <laughs> but LJ, you ranked the A's something twelfth week one. Yeah, so it doesn't mean I'm rooting for them. I mean, game recognizes game. I, mean, I saw, <laughs> I saw the, I saw the way they were playing. I called it how I saw it. They were clearly the twelfth best team in the league through that first week. They are clearly not that now. The lack of talent on this team is showing. As I went, Reds, Nationals, Tigers, Royals, Athletics. To round out my bottom five, I feel like this is probably the first week that we've had the same bottom five all throughout. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Um, you know, you threw the Red Sox in there. Um, three weeks in a row. row. Yeah, three weeks in a <laughs> row. So, <laughs> you know, I I didn't have the Red Sox that low, and we'll certainly get to them in a little bit. But um, my twenty-five through twenty-one. Uh, it's also very similar to LJ's. I've got Pirates, Cubs, Orioles, Rangers, and the Rockies at 21. Rockies at 21, and I went with the Pirates as well at 25. Orioles, 24. Rockies, 23. Cubs, 22. Rangers, 21. Honestly, what it came down to here is the Rangers and the Cubs are clearly just two teams in my eyes that like they're not actively trying to lose but they're 
roster talent just isn't that good. Whereas I feel like Rockies, Orioles have actively, Pirates actively tried to lose points in these past couple weeks. That's ultimately what makes teams that have a comparable last 10 games, a comparable record, that's what separates that group in my eyes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like every week we, we talk about how the 21 to 25 range is just so weird to try to rank these teams because these teams clearly have some sort of talent on their rosters, but also um, they're they're still bad. Um, and, you know, trying to figure out if the or if like, you know, a team like the Orioles, uh, who are 23 for me, or the Cubs are really that much better than the Pirates or the A's. Um, it can be kind of hard some weeks. Absolutely. Moving on, we've got, I have at least, the Mariners here at 20, the Guardians at 19, the Marlins at 18, the Boston Red Sox at 17, and the Toronto Blue Jays here move up to 16 this week. I think the biggest mover here is the Boston Red Sox, who, if I'm correct, moved up 10 places in my rankings this week, which is very, very challenging in my ranking. That's kind of the whole point of the way I do it, is to make it very hard to move up and down drastic amounts. But, I mean, they've certainly they've certainly done it. If this was week two, they'd be at the top of this list. I mean, this has been a terrific stretch. You know, you, you come out of that home series against the White Sox a couple weeks ago. You split with Atlanta. You go and you beat Texas in Texas. You go, you beat the Astros at home. Honestly, if it weren't for Evaldi's freak blow-up start, you're talking about a sweep of the Astros at home, and then you get your first series sweep of the season against a Mariners team who is in this same group, but I think we can both agree has a little more talent than being 20th in this group in this uh list yeah uh you know it's a six and one week for the red sox and i was i was trying to to follow that seattle series as much as i could this weekend um because you're right they have a lot of talent um you know don't let the low ranking fool you um i had the mariners 13 to open up the season i eventually had them at 10 week two um, this is a team that I was pretty high on, um, at least to start the season. Um, and here's my 20 through 16, because I'll con- continue to talk about the Mariners. I've got the Marlins at 20, Diamondbacks at 19. They've continued to pitch very well. The Mariners at 18, Guardians 17, and Phillies at 16. You know, I, I just don't know what's going on with Seattle. Um, another 1-6 in six week, and... As a team, LJ, let me pull it up right here, a 6-4-4 ERA across the last seven games. You know, I, I don't know what's going on, especially when you go out and you get a guy like Robbie Ray. Wobby um, Way, honestly, I that was where I was going next because I feel like your boy Wobby Way is a lot to blame on this. This has been a lot of lackluster performances for Wobby Way to start the year. And I really shouldn't be doing the Wobby Way thing while my tongue is partially frozen from this drink I have in my hand. Um, it's really not a good combination. It's probably barely coming off right now. But that's okay. Yeah. Robbie Ray, I mean, LJ, he's over 30 years old. Um, you know, we see 
how many guys hit free agency right around that age and then they get paid a lot. I mean, sure, he was dealing last year. Don't don't get me wrong, but did anybody really expect him to keep a pitching like a Cy Young? I mean, when you look at, I mean, our, clearly, clearly Seattle did. I mean, I I had him number seven on my starting pitcher rankings. I had him over guys like uh, Walker Bueller, Brandon Woodruff. Justin Verlander, Kevin Gosman. So I look pretty dumb yes. right now. Um, and the expected stats, I just wanted to see if they were at all there. LJ, they are not there. Um, we're talking about an average exit velocity in the 14th percentile for Robbie Ray. Uh, an expected batting average, 43rd percentile. Expected ERA, 41st percentile. The only thing that he's really done good is... Whiff percentage, 85th percentile. So if there was one thing that you'd certainly want to see uh, be good, it is that whiff percentage. But it's just very unfortunate. If you're what's going on when he's not having the guy whiff. Well, yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Is that first of all, he's had trouble with his location. Um, he's walked quite a few batters. You're talking about a whip um, at 1.2, which is certainly not that bad. But the walk percentage in the 41st percentile would would have possibly say otherwise um and when you're doing that you're not going to get guys to swing and miss when you're just throwing them pitches that they don't want to hit and they can just take his balls just yeah just no just <laughs> um yeah no really what we're talking about here is wabi one season away i mean you look at you look through he had some solid years in arizona i you got to give him credit this is a guy who did make an all-star game back in 2017 but past that, numbers have consistently found ways to fall flat. He was downright terrible in 2020. Yeah, um, I mean, that's why he just came out of absolutely nowhere. I mean, even for, like, most of the season, like, on, on these episodes last year around this time, late May, early June, we weren't talking about Robbie Ray to win the Cy Young. Like, not really. It, it, it kind of started to... to pick up right around the all-star break i feel like not even because again at the all-star break you're talking about actual all-stars are the ones that are in the cy young conversation he He didn't didn't make it yeah he didn't make it i don't think we started seriously talking about wabi way for cy young until late august and at first that was at least a joke for me honestly (laughs) it kind of always stayed a bit of a joke for me but like, that was never something that I was actually seriously on the radar until it really started to pick up merit in September. Like, this was a very much a late-season push that Wabi had. I mean, you're talking about July 21st, a game after a game against a Boston, a 3.12 ERA. I mean, that's pretty late in the season. Sure, a 3.12 is, is a great ERA to have, especially last season, but that wasn't near Cy Young contending at that point. I mean, you're talking about a guy like Walker Bueller who pitched to what, like a two five for all of last year, and he was like on the the outside of the of the Cy Young conversation in the NL. Um, but we did spend quite a bit of time there. The other team I wanted to bring up briefly was the Cleveland Guardians. They only played four games this week. Um, and that's why I keep them at 17. They go one and three, but what they've been doing pitching wise, uh, I think has been super impressive. LJ, they go one and three, but had a 2.43 team ERA. Whew. Yeah. Again, this is a team 
we know there isn't the offensive position strength. Like the position players aren't where this team made the investments. When this team went into the rebuild, they went in knowing this is our opportunity. We have some really nice young pitchers, Tristan McKenzie, Zach Plezak, Emmanuel Classe after those trades through, that they saw and they were like, all right, we get an opportunity to get them some experience, get them some time to settle into being starters rather than being in a situation like Toronto's got now where they have guys like Alec Manoa and Nate Pearson here that are trying to make their break into the big leagues on a contending roster. That's a much more difficult, high-expectation situation to be in, and it's not the most comfortable. It's way better to let these guys around Shane Bieber, even Shane Bieber himself, really stepped into his own after things started to settle down for Cleveland. All these guys are kind of comfortably get setting, selling into their own as they try to figure out this roster. I'm not sure how close they are to figuring that out yet. Realistically, we're talking about, what, one, two, three or four guys on this team that's going to be long-term options for them? In, in a terms of arms, you're saying? In terms of position players. Oh, oh, oh yeah. There's, there's a lot of long-term arms here. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you would think, it'd get, like, Ahmed Rosario, um, who knows what they're going to do when, when he hits his uh, free agency in a few years, but that's a guy who's been here for um, a little bit now and certainly still has a value. Of course, Jose Ramirez sticking around. Um, Fran Mill... Reyes um, has potential to be one of the better DHs in the league. Um, we're just kind of waiting for it, though. I mean, he's 27 now. Dude has light tower power, um, but has struggled, um, you know, with in, in terms of uh, making contact. And especially this year, we've seen those guys that constantly sell out for power. Um, they, they've struggled. Um, Steven Kwan. LJ, he's cooled down quite a bit. I was very close to dropping him in fantasy yesterday, actually. Um, but, yeah, no, I think, long story short here, there's only a few guys that they really like out of the position players. In terms of arms, they have a lot of guys, um, and including a guy that just got put in the top 10 for pro prospects, and that is a Daniel Espino. Um, mm -hmm. Once the new... Uh, Prospect rankings came out yesterday. Um, that was revealed uh, that he made the top 10. So very cool there. But yeah. Reasonably, for this rotation, I see at least four, four of the arms in the rotation should be starters for the next five years in the league. Whether it's for them or they move them for other prospects, other position player pieces, and bring up somebody else. I mean, again, Bieber, McKenzie, Plesak, Quantrill, you can't complain. With having that as your your front four, and Aaron Savali's got a lot of time to change my mind on that. Past that, bullpen, Emmanuel Classe, stud. Um, Trevor Steffen from the Yankees has had a really strong yeah. strong start to the year. This is another guy that got let go in the Rule Five draft. Guys farther down that group, Sam Henches, Nick Sandlin. I really liked both of those guys. What I've seen so far this year, and this is all without James Karinchak this year. Yeah. Sandlin is a really interesting guy. He throws sidearm, but he can still uh, get it up there into the mid-90s. Um, crazy type pitches that he throws. Has a lot of trouble with um, walks, but if, if he can get the control down, you're talking about uh, a really, really nice pitcher there. Um, all right, let's move on. 
Uh, I will give my 16, or my, excuse me, my 15 through 11. We're going Red Sox, Braves, White Sox, Cardinals, Blue Jays. We already talked about the Red Sox, um, at least LJ did. want to talk about the Blue Jays, though, because I think that, um, you know, they finally started to turn it around a little. Is that is that fair to say? The Blue Jays? Yes. I and, mean... I need to see them do it for more than like a week. a week. Yeah, like for me to actually believe in this team in any way, shape, or form, we're saying that they've turned it around. They're still five and five in their last ten. But they're but they're over five hundred, right? Is they're right? over five hundred. Yes. Yeah. And for for this team to be over five hundred at this at this point of the season is quite amazing when you consider how bad they've looked at times. It's also quite amazing that they're were talking about the fact that they're finally above 500 or the fact that we're celebrating they're being 500 or and this was the American League favorite going into the year. We we shouldn't My be forgetting series pick. Yeah, we shouldn't be forgetting that this like this was the expectation for this roster going in. Yeah. Clearly they aren't that. Yeah, I mean, at least I'm just at least right now at least right now, yes. However, they pitched to a 1.8 Excuse me, 1.83 ERA this week in six games. Um, we know that they have all the all the pieces there to be extremely successful. Flatty, I was watching a little bit of the Blue Jays broadcast yesterday, and sure, and 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 they they, they did play the Reds, but you know it might they might need <laughs> these games against the Reds to you know help them get started here. Um, and the Blue Jays broadcasters were talking about how there's just been certain pitches this year that... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Vladdy last year was just absolutely crushing these pitches, and this year he's like fouling it off. Like it could be a pitch like right middle middle, and he's just not making contact with it the same way. So he's a little bit off, um, at least with his approach. But overall, I still think talent wise, there's so much there that I can't really put them much lower than 11th at this point. Um, I didn't change my rankings for really 11 through 14 it's the same as last week braves white Sox, cardinals blue jays moved the red Sox up to 15 and we talked about them already yeah um i went blue jays or no excuse me no that was 16 15 braves 14 diamondbacks the phillies come in at 13 the giants at 12 and the white Sox at 11 the phillies are an interesting case they are the most mediocre team in recent memory of baseball. Like, earlier this week we were talking about what? Were they 20 and 20 in their last 40, 100 and 100 in their last... Or 50 and 50 in their last 100. It's some... There were some ridiculous numbers that they hit the last over the last week of literally being 500 over multiple stretches, all with a $200 million roster. But at, at the end of the day... Incredible. 
this is a, a this is a below 500 team that I feel still has top 13, top 15 talent just because the series that they have won and the runs that they have been on have been against really good teams. At LA, they yeah. take three out of four from, exactly. from the Dodgers. They're, they're beating the good teams and then finding a way to be mediocre against everybody else. And if they can keep find their way into a playoff situation, that could do very nicely for them. Absolutely. Uh, I wanted to talk about the White Sox. You put them at 11. Um, they gave the Yankees their first series loss in 11 series. The Yankees had lo- had won the first series of the season. Then they lost to Baltimore um, in that weird weekend series where we just got absolutely crushed. That was like second week of the season. Since I then, remember that was that was our last angry Brandon rant. It was, it was. I I turned the ship around then. Um, I believe that was also the second two first two weeks of the year. Yes, Yankee Brandon. Rant. Yes, we had a very similar one about the Orioles week weekend two last year. Yes. Oh yes. Um. Well, since that series when I ranted, they hadn't lost a series since then. They hadn't tied a series. They had just won eleven series in a row. So what you're telling me is all they were doing is winning, 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 no matter what. And then Michael Kopech. Michael Goatpeck. Michael Goatpeck um, was perfect through six innings last night, I'm pretty sure. Or it might have been the sixth inning when none other than third string catcher Rob Brantley breaks it up with a stand-up double. Um, Rob Brantley was not on the Yankees yesterday when he woke up. Um, and then he found out that Kyle Higashioka and Joey Gallo both got sent to the COVID IL. Um, Surprise. They do not have COVID. It is just symptoms of COVID. So that's where they go to is the COVID IL. Rob Brantley called up and, hey, uh, buddy, you're going to be catching game two. Um, and you're facing Michael Kopech. Um, and now in your second at-bat of the game and only like the sixth inning or the seventh inning, whatever it was. Um, yeah, he still has a perfect game. And he breaks it up, so fantastic there. But Johnny Cueto, game one of the doubleheader, he shoved once again. I don't think he's allowed an earned run uh, yet. No, as a White Sox, uh, you know what? You know why were the White Sox the only team smart enough to give this guy a minor league contract? And he said, Johnny Cueto said, he said. I'm going to take a minor league contract because I know I'll be back up in the bigs at some point. And no other team thought to to give him a minor league contract. I, I, I don't get it. Because, again, you see, even in his older age, when he wasn't at his best, he was still a very valuable contributor oh, yeah. to that San Francisco team last year. It's amazing. But this is just kind of the way it goes. You know, I feel like if you're in that middle 75, like if you're in that 50th percentile to 75th percentile of major league free agents, like in terms of quality, like you're in that bottom, that that chunk there, mm-hmm. where you're not like the great ones that you go off the board right away, but you're not the terrible ones that you know you're either retiring or you're getting a minor league deal. Mm-hmm. They often get screwed over unless they take, they get a miracle offer in the first like week of the year. Or they take a massive pay cut. Well, either way, I mean, it's, it's just a matter of everyone goes after other guys early. And then by the time that this group, this segment that he would have been in, comes to the front of the free agent class, everyone's trying to reset the market because you have teams that overpaid for guys. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And I and, just want to look at this little comparison here. Okay, so Zach Granke last year, 37 years old, 171 innings and a 102 ERA plus, okay? Johnny Cueto last year, 35 years old, 114 innings. But remember, he was hurt for, yep. for quite a bit. 101 ERA plus. So they're only off by one percentage. Uh, Zach Ranke, 102 ERA plus. Cueto, 101. Granke gets that one-year, $13 million contract. And sure, it's Zach Granke, but these are still it also, two pitchers. It also was a homecoming uh, contract as well. It was, but these are still two pitchers that I think a lot of us can say are past their their best days. Um, yes. Well, very well, similar. Well, we're both very. We can't, we can't be one hundred percent sure on that right now. <laughs> okay, he still maybe. Hasn't... But I guess the point is they were both very highly regarded at one point and, and ranked highly. Um, Zach Granke gets a nice contract, and Cueto ends up getting a minor league deal from one team. It's just. It's strange to me, but you're right. A, a lot of those guys do end up getting screwed over. You're absolutely and right. And especially this year because you had you know the lockout and you had all of the waiting and Texas ruining everything for everyone before the lockout. And they they, they screwed it over for everybody and themselves. Yes, they, yeah, 100%. They, they, no, one, no one won because of what the Texas Rangers did except Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, and John Gray. Those are the only three winners. Of that whole situation. Really, I mean, again, the John Gray contract is horrendous. It's, it's, it's insane. It's flat out bad. It's, it's insane. And it, it they managed to ruin a really good starting pitching market and a great shortstop market all at once. However. However. Martin Perez has been outstanding like this year. That's their one saving grace. And, of course, they get him from Boston. <laughs> Get him from Boston for dirt cheap, because again, Martin Perez. I'm I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by this. Ask me about Martin Perez in a month. Let's go ahead and put that on the calendar. Uh, okay. Actually, okay. Because the one month Martin Perez check in right now, he's got a little under 50 innings pitched and a 1.64 ERA. Uh, has been one of the best uh, pitchers uh, in the league so far this year. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's going to change next month. But I'm telling you, there is going to be a point in the season where everyone very dramatically stops talking about Martin Perez. And that's not because he isn't a talented enough pitcher, like he's not providing value. It's just he's going to get to a point where he's not he's providing so little value for the team over that stretch that you kind of remember what he is. Like his numbers will balance out. That's just the oh, way yeah. he is. It, it it is what the dude do be. But yeah, Michael Goatpeck Absolutely destroys the Yankees. We're still on that, right? Yeah, Cueto, yeah. Goatpeck, market ruined. Goatpeck's going to get big money at some time here. But it's going to take him 10 years to get to six servers. Six yeah. years. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's ever going to get paid at this rate. But we should uh, move moving. into yeah, our top 10. Our... <laughs> All right. My 10 through 6, we're going Giants, Twins at 9, Rays at 8. Angels at seven and Padres at six. I moved the Padres from number eight to number six um, because Manny Machado had himself another just fantastic week, LJ. And once again, I feel like I'm saying this every week, but 
Why does no one talk about the Padres? Five and one again this week. They pitched to a one eight three ERA. Um, this is a legitimate World Series contender here. Well managed now. Whatever you want to say about whatever happened last year, now they have Bob Melvin there, who's been doing a pretty good job. I mean, I I, I think a great job. Um, and this is still an offense that we've yet to see fully break out. They're only ninth in runs scored, 19th in batting average, 19th in OPS. Uh, if they can get a few of these guys to turn it around, and you also have Tatis on the IL. You just got back. Uh, was it Trent Grisham who just came back? Somebody just came back from injury. Um, you add Robinson Cano. Jerickson Profar has been playing well. You can get like these. Jake Cronenworth also hasn't played well. He hasn't played well. Jake Cronenworth hasn't played well. I, I think I'm done with the whole Will Myers experiment in right field. I think that that's just it's over. Well, with. yeah, it's going to have to be over with when Fernando Tatis comes. Yeah, back, I mean, there's nowhere else to put him at this point. You're not you're not pulling Hassan Kim out of this lineup. No, you can't. And Trent, Trent Grisham, figure it out, bro. Like you. A few years ago, had like a four or five war season and got me all excited that we had another like potential really high value outfielder here. And I, I don't know what's been going on this year. He's in a platoon right now. Uh, dude just can't hit left-handed pitching, and that could prove to be a big issue. But Padres pitching staff, Joe Musgrove, right now, I think my NL Cy Young. Um. You have seven days. Seven days to fully come up with. You have, you have some Memorial Day to, before you're making those things. Shamanai has been dealing, too. What a trade. You can you can start making the nicknames for your Cy Young contenders, like I have. However, you can't start giving your picks till next week. Um, I don't think you're giving... First off, I don't think you're giving this team enough credit. This is a... This is a terrific time. I mean, you're, you're saying, why is everyone sleeping on them but didn't put them in your top five? Yeah, because this is a top five record <laughs> well, okay, team. Wait, 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 okay, yes, but my top five is very strong, um, but LJ, you have to give us your 10 through six, are... and then we can get into the top five. No, no, I'm, I need to stick on the Padres real quick, because also, I, I don't, I think it's a little too early to say on the management. Look, Bob Melvin looks to be great, especially on the tactical side. This team's issues weren't tactical last year. It was relationship. It was chemistry. was a huge problem. Mm -hmm. Get me into August with this group all together in the same dugout, in the same clubhouse for all those months again, and we'll really see this group's true colors because I think there's some personalities here that just don't mesh well, and that's where the manager really comes into shine. And one of those pieces that doesn't mesh well hasn't been with the team so far. There's a lot more to see here. Um, but I went Minnesota 10, Rays at 9, the Angels at 8, the Cardinals at 7, and the Brewers move, in, move down to my 6th spot, really through no fault of their own. It's just, again, a very much better team that's having a better time of things right now in the San Diego Padres, who will be my 5. But Minnesota, I think, has the most potential to move Yes, either way, they have the most potential to move in this next week. Brandon, their upcoming schedule, they've got three games against Detroit at home, 
four against Kansas City at home, and then three in Detroit. Oh, baby. Like, wow. If you, th- that stretch That's right there. That's 10 games right there. That, that yeah. 10 games will either put them into the top six or seven, or will drop them into the bottom 15, depending on how those things go. Is that fair? Like, that's a that's if a, they tread water and go like five hundred or like if they go 500. below five hundred, I think you have to talk about them as a middle of the pack team. You have to talk about them around that 15, 16 spot. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree because these are teams that the White Sox handled last year, and that's what made them have such a nice record and such a big lead is because they 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 killed the Tigers, they killed the Royals. We switched them, but these are our twenty seven and our twenty eights respectively. Mm, interesting. We swapped okay. the two, but like these are the two of the worst four, teams. Two of the yeah. four worst teams in the league. As for top five, I've got the San Diego Padres in the five spot. The Houston Astros moved down one to the four as the Dodgers moved back up into the three. Then I've got the Mets and the Yankees rounding out my two and one. This is week three for the or week two for the Yankees at the top of this list. I'll run through my top five. I'll give a little notes on each team as I run through it. Number five, I have the Brewers. They're back into my top five after ranking six last week. Um, they improved to 26-14 and 14 on Saturday. That is their best start through 40 games in their franchise's history. Um, that, that alone should put them in the top five if they're having their best start in their franchise's history. Speaking of the franchise, how about that hit last, that home run last night? The franchise. The franchise. The Franchi Cordero chise. <laughs> the walk-off grand slam. Um, no, I mean, look, we, we already know what the Brewers are about. Great starting rotation, great, great bullpen. The question is always, can the offense put it together? Hunter Renfro, Rowdy Tellez, they've been putting it together. Christian Yelich has all right, has shown signs of bouncing back. Brandon, where are you? Are you in or are you, are you as of last week you are in? As I'm still in. However, still in. if he has another week that is similar to the week he just had, which was like a 5 for 25 week, so not good, then we will be Close to in the middle, so not in but not out. Brandon, is this like the um, MLB The Show progression system where, like, on your hits, you have certain mile markers that you can't go down past in a game within the, like, your one level is cut into six segments, so if you go over four, you don't lose the entire yes, thing in one yes. day. That's basically what we're doing with Christian Yelich here. <laughs> I guess so, I guess so. Um, the Mets move to... Number four, they were number three for me last week. Um, they had a tough week. I think they had a couple of double headers in there. Um, and they had to put Max Scherzer on the IL. Uh, they'll be without him six to eight weeks. Check out our talk with Brian Scott that we had yesterday where he broke down the Scherzer injury, the Jacob deGrom injury, all the notable injuries um, and what they actually mean. Um the Mets still were 5-2. and two. They had the Pete Alonzo walk-off homer. I felt bad for having to drop them a spot, but um, I just think the Astros, who I have at three, um, are better. They dropped two out of three to the Red Sox at the start of the week, but they rebound 
They take three of four from the Rangers. Um, very different teams, by the way. Yeah, very different teams. But if I might add, LJ last week had... Despite sharing a first letter. LJ had the Rangers ranked ahead of the Red Sox last week. So um, just just a little note there. Uh, Justin Verlander uh, is trying to emerge as the AL Cy Young. As an as an AL Cy Young contender, um, the Astros starters LJ they also lead the AL, have the most innings pitched out of any starting rotation, um, and that's just something that we've talked about a lot. Just how good that rotation's been. Number two, the Dodgers. Uh, they had pretty much a perfect week, uh, six straight wins. Um, However, they dropped a heartbreaker yesterday. Max Muncy had a pretty egregious error at first that let the Phillies win in 10 innings. Um, Dodgers have won seven of their last eight. They have a half-game lead over the Padres in the NL West. Definitely the most talent out of any team in the league, uh, and that's why they're at two. And the Yankees, number one. Like I said, swept in the doubleheader Sunday. Um, they still finished four and three on the week. Uh, they're twenty nine and twelve. Aaron Judge, fifteenth homer of the season, uh, and Giancarlo Stanton and Anthony Rizzo are both up there in the home runs. Uh, best starting rotation in the American League. Um, we just really need this this bullpen to try to figure out what the hell's going on. Or Robles Chapman, try to try to figure out how to not blow games. Um, but. You know, there's so many guys on the offense that haven't been producing. Aaron Hicks has been nothing short of awful as of late. Um, Brutal. Wasn't wasn't this the guy that was like your whole justification for not trading for Juan Soto like last week? LJ. I don't don't remember if that was on on air or not. He got picked off of second base yesterday. That's okay. Oh, in a like a zero zero in a like a zero zero game or like a one zero game, um, in the in the seventh or eighth inning gets pinched picked off a second, just awful. But still, I can't complain too much. Yankees uh, do, of course, have the best record in the league um, by a few games. But LJ, is that all we got um, for today? Yeah, I think that's all we got going. Tomorrow we'll go through and do a deep dive on the top 100 prospects list. Probably won't talk about every prospect, but we'll definitely we'll get it pretty in-depth. We got this. Absolutely. Um, well, until then, thank you guys for listening. Check us out. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at MLB Daily Pod. We will see you tomorrow. Have a good one. See you manana. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. 
It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.